Welcome to That One Time in Business with me, your host, Casey Renee, a creative director and brand strategist who has a million and one stories and lessons to share. Now remember, these are teachable moments with a twist and a laugh. So let's get started. Okay, boom. So we're back. Um, This is another special red flag edition brought to you by who? My mentee who you guys are still fucking with. Okay, so I told you the way that you guys are treating the new creatives and new designers and everything like that and these horror stories that she's giving to me. Like, I'm a little disappointed, y'all. But if you are a young creative or freelancer, I hope that you take these gems. And if you are somebody who is on the hunt for creative services and things like that, I hope that you also hear me and don't stop fucking with these people like this, okay? So she sent me over a, like a text message one day. This was like a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I'm going to read it to you what she said. And I am really ashamed of some of you guys for, for how y'all treat. But okay. So she says, happy Friday. It's happy Monday to you guys if you're listening on time for this podcast. But anyway, she says, I just got off a call with a fellow woman in design. And she said, I wasn't senior enough to work with her studio. That's cool. She was just one of my 100 cold emails that I didn't think was even going to respond in the first place. But she got on a call with me and gave me about 45 minutes of unsolicited career advice. It was valuable, but at the same time, I don't know how to feel. She basically said I need to either go to finishing school or take an unpaid internship in an agency, but not anywhere. It has to be an NYC um, to get experience and wait tables at night to afford it. Huh? Maybe she is living in a different world, but with the price of eggs being $9 <laughs> where I am, I'm supposed to get 50K plus for school. And I'm making $50 an hour on average freelancing and I can afford to live. Why would I choose to struggle just for the sake of working with big names? Bro, bro, you tripping. My ancestors... <laughs> okay, she's really dramatic, y'all. So just... Some parts of this, y'all just gonna have to kind of, because she, I love her, but she is, she is dramatic. As my ancestors rolling in their graves during Black History Month <laughs> with fellow Black people telling me to work for free. And she wasn't asking me to be her intern or have any opportunities to point me to. It was just advice so I can work with big name, big name brands. She had a whole story about how she moved to NYC and slept on a cot so she would make it in the industry. I don't give a fuck. Am I crazy for not wanting it that bad? Maybe it's a generational difference, but I personally have no interest in office politics, hostile work environments, and not being able to feed myself for these opportunities that aren't guaranteed. It seems like I would cancel out the benefits of having a creative career if my hair is falling out for me trying to make it. Okay? We're going to unpack all of that because that was what a lot. All right. So I want to talk today mainly about unsolicited advice. And also, like she stated, there is a generational situation happening. We see TikToks and things all the time where it's like Gen Z, um, Gen X, millennials, the boomers. We're all here trying to coexist. And sometimes we're forgetting that even though we came up under each other, we still have, we're still addressing and attending to a whole new, okay? So let's start off with how 
the unsolicited career advice. Ladies and gentlemen, we do have to stop doing this because, like I just said, we are not in the same times. Also, I don't know if people understand the creative climate right now. We have a lot of pressure on it. It feels as though we're already up against the machine. We're doing these things. We're trying to maintain. We're trying to remain creative. We want to feel like the kids who used to color at school, we're trying to keep that mentality. We do not want everything to be so business, 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 business. Okay. We're creatives. We, we tinker different. I say that all the time. We just tinker different than everybody else. So when you have unsolicited advice, especially when you don't know what somebody's going through, you don't know anybody's financial situation, you don't know their upbringing. I think that's the boomers and even the, no, I'm going to mainly just give it to the boomers. I think that's the landscape that they're used to. Um, but you hinder relationships that you could potentially have. So you think, okay, I'm giving a helping hand, just giving my advice. You're hurting people. You could be hurting somebody's feelings. You could already, people already feel down, mental health, depression, things like that, especially in creative space that a lot of people don't talk about is happening. So that type of advice, we have to really, really be careful about, okay? But then besides that, she said that she needs to go back to, she's, she has a degree. She has a college degree in design um, or take unpaid internships in NYC. I don't know why she made NYC how NYC was like, this is where we're at. Like good design doesn't happen everywhere else. But I, I guess I get kind of where she was coming from because when I left grad school, when I went to, Savannah College Art and Design. I did look towards NYC for a lot of things. I think that's just kind of a stereotype. I think that might have been the Mad Men era of it all, where we were just like, ah, to the Big Apple. Like, people couldn't design anywhere else. So I digress on that part. But um, I don't like how she said it was still could be unpaid. So I have gotten into it a few times in a few Facebook groups about unpaid internships. Do I think they should exist? Yes. I do believe in unpaid internships. Some people are like, nah, pay the people. Time the fuck out. Everybody time out. I got into it on a Facebook group with this one girl, and I'm going to post a receipt in the stories when I post this. She literally argued me down, like, just pay people. And I'm like, well, I personally stand on the hill of, when you're a smaller agency, I, at the I'm a smaller agency, but I make moves. I've worked with celebrity clients. I've worked with um, big brands. I have done all those things. So my internships do, however, look better, look different than like a Google's internship or somebody else. When I was growing up, I'm 35, um, I'm 36. But when I was getting my start, we used to hear about the internships like, oh, you got to run and get coffee. Like, that was the thing. Like, what you were seeing in movies is what people was actually telling you. Like, oh, I was like, well, what you do in your internship? Oh, I got them coffee. I got them lunch. I sat in, in a meeting. I took notes, things like that. Which, fine. I'm not saying that you couldn't learn from that. Clearly, people were learning because they were still securing jobs in those positions, right? But me, for my agency, I feel as though you're going to be more hands-on with the internship. You're going to actually hear me on these calls with clients. I might need you to prep some of the files. Um, I'm not about that. I don't even drink fucking coffee. You ain't, you ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I feel like with small businesses, there's more chance you to be a lot more hands. 
And what I don't like is that some people, this, I feel like there's a shift and it's not as bad, but some people, they kind of turn their nose at small businesses being good enough or being to a caliber where they need to receive the same credit for producing these people who are now in these corporations who can design. I have successfully had maybe like eight interns and they all are somewhere where they love to be all designing. All designing. I, t- I have very strict rules when you intern with me. When this is done, if you need... It's a two-way street. So sometimes instead of me saying, like, I need you to do this for a client, I might be like, hey, did you ever do your logo? Like, let's get your logo going. And then I'll edit it. But by the time you're done interning with me, either you need to be about to be in somebody's job or you need to be about to be on track to be my biggest competitor. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts, because then what the fuck are we here for? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, when people have interns, there's a way to treat the interns. There's a way to have the interns do things that benefit them besides just running and get coffee. So again, that's why I don't like that, like unpaid thing. It, I believe in unpaid, but it's also what you're bringing to the table. And the NYC thing, I think that was just crazy. But anyway. And now a quick commercial break. Are you ready to uncover the untold stories of a freelance designer's journey? Introducing that one time in business, a designer's tell-all guide, a captivating five-part ebook series that dives deep into the world of freelance design. From the mind of me, Casey Renee, an experienced designer who's been there and done it all. These books are the tickets to help unlock the secrets of success in the creative industry. Visit IamCaseyRenee.com today or simply click the link in the show description to grab your copy. Okay, so then she also says, then you can also, so she wants you to, she wants you to go back to school. She wants you to work at NYC where we know inflation is high as giraffe puss at this point. Um, And then she says, and then you need to wait tables at night to afford it because you know the shit is expensive. So you want me to go back to design school, intern for free, and then wait tables. Cool, ma'am. You have all, she got all the answers, Sway. She has it all. She has it all figured out. <laughs> anyway, so after that, my intern, she does say, she says, yeah, she has to be living in a different world because school, freelancing and all that other stuff. So I felt bad for her because this is the same situation. It's it's when we got out of college, we used to have apply for jobs, right? We used to apply for design jobs and they'd be like, we want you to have like 16 years of experience. You're like, motherfucker, I just got the fuck out of school. <laughs> like, what? Like, I just got out of school. So you had to deal with that. And I came out of school in 2007. Yeah, eight. Yeah, eight. So I'm like, okay, you wanted me to have 16 years. So bad. I supposed to start working when I was four. Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't make sense. But you would think it would have changed. It hasn't really changed. Now all they're asking is, okay, we want the years of experience. And then on top of that, I want you to go ahead and design something for us to make sure that you can do it. And then if we don't like you, I'm going to probably use your shit. You cannot tell me that these new jobs, when they ask you to do these like test projects, are not using your shit. I don't care. She told me that was another addition that we'll have. 
But she told me how she had to do a test project for a client. And I said, watermark it down to the ground. Watermark it. Your name, big as day, like a headliner, like a marquee. Because what's not going to happen is if they say, yeah, no, we're good off you, then next thing you know, somebody who didn't feel like doing their fucking work that day is going to turn around and use your shit. Because, again, you just can't tell me that's not happening. But, okay, we're going to let y'all rock. Um, So... That was one of the problems that she goes through. And I and I remember that, like trying to think that somebody's supposed to have experience right off the back is just that that's just asking. But OK, so then she says um, that she she felt bad because she didn't want it that. And that's. This is why. Creatives. Creatives need to all, sometimes put their computers down and put things because what happens is when we feel like we can't create, we start to feel stuck and trapped. And then a lot of creatives, from what I know, I went to an art school. I felt I felt very with my people when I went when I went to art school. Um, but we have these moments where we just want to do what we want to do. The business side, that's cool. These extra things, like even in college, it's like, oh, I got to take a math course. I got to take this course. Like, I just want to take the art courses. I just want to, you know, take the things that that make me create. So when you feel like, okay, I want to create and people look in at you and then they're like, okay, well, you must not want it that bad. Me wanting to just create should show you that I want it that bad. But this everything that's going on in life makes you feel like you have to go over and above to do what you love to do, you know? Um, And I had a really serious conversation with her, and I I think I said this on the last Red Flags episode, that freelancing and entrepreneurship is not for everybody. We need people to do and have the nine-to-fives. Like, we need that because you ultimately need somebody to work for you. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you go in a job from freelancing, that's cool. If you come out to freelance, that's cool. You know, whatever works for you because it's also a mindfuck. You have to be mentally prepared either way. Um, And she basically also said that she has no interest in office politics, hostile work of hostile work of violence and not being able to feed herself. These are things that this is why I know she's a boomer. I just know she's a boomer because it kind of sounds like the conversation like my parents used to kind of get. And I also feel like. I don't know if a lot of people remember, this is showing my age, but I would come, my, my parents would come home from work and then they would like generally express like work, like talk about work. It was like, a, it was more than a simple, hey, how was work? Work was cool. No, it was like they were diving into it like X, Y, Z, 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 like going into it. That's not how people want to operate nowadays. People want to go to work, come home, how was work? It was cool. Next, what are we about to talk about? What's going on this weekend? Like they want to, disengage from work you know what i'm saying but that's also if you're also lucky enough that you don't have to take the shit home with you because that's a whole nother song and dance but people generally want to go to work come home and be home you know or detach log off from their office close their computer and go into the next room and do what they're going to do so the fact that she's already scared of this headspace imagine knowing that you have a passion and you're nervous already like dang, in my passion, it's going to come with X, Y, and Z. Like, that's already a hard pill to, to swallow. Again, this lady, it's just, it's just the nerve of it all. I, and it, I know she meant well, 
But, you know, nah. Okay. And then she basically also says, um, I just want to, it seems like it would cancel out the benefits of having a creative career if my hair is falling out from me trying to make it. You're scaring the shit out of these new designers, y'all, please, and these new creatives. Y'all got to chill. Like, well, back in my day, I'm going to tell y'all something right now. We are not, by any means, in your day. We're, we are not here. We are struggling um, mental problems. We are struggling inflation. Uh, I don't know if y'all seen the TikTok. This was one girl. She said, oh, you don't even want to be a millennial. We've been getting it since Columbine. Like, every time there's always bombing this. Like, we're always getting something on top of us. Then on top of that, you know, you have this unsolicited advice. You're trying to decide, hey, do I want to start a family? Like, you're just trying to figure out the ways of the world. And then to just add this on it, I feel like the best advice that I could have given her was to really maybe turn this creative career that you want into a, just a passion or just a hobby. And I say that because I never want somebody to stop loving being creative. Like, I've been there. I've been where, like, young, like, I don't have a passion for it because somebody has ruined that for me. Um, so, I, you know, that comes with a conversation of, well, what else are you good at? What else could you potentially see yourself doing? Because you don't want to take away a God-given talent from, you know, from somebody like that. So that's one advice that I had given her. Another thing that I told her is, I ain't trying to say disrespect your elders or nothing, but, you know, you have to learn how to kind of like, yes, you know, yes, I'm down. Okay. Okay, boomer. Okay. Okay, thank you, girl. Like on uh, Friday. Okay, girl. And then just wave it off and walk away because too much unsolicited advice especially somebody that doesn't know you doesn't she mind you this is all a message from somebody who she's never had one conversation well the the initial conversation but she does nothing so it can oppose a lot of thoughts um especially on people who are just starting and i don't think that we should be out here just outright scaring the shit out of the out of these people okay um so with all that being said, to my to my beautiful mentee, you have this. I always tell you that you have this. No matter what advice somebody gives you, um, it's all opinions. And what are opinions? They're like what that everybody has. Okay, take what you need and leave the rest. I also want you to know that your creativity is valued and it is worth something. I think that a lot of creatives get in this space where sometimes we can feel like, I know I'm creative, but what makes me different from the next? Like we could fall into these pockets, especially if we feel like we aren't seen or things like that. Your creativity is beautiful. It is worthy and it will find the right person to display it. You know, and I say that to her and I say that to all new designers and creatives out there. Like, you will find your lane and you ride it and you you you'll be great. Um, and to the lady who gave her that unsolicited advice. Shut your stupid ass up. <laughs> you got to shut the fuck up. 
sometimes because you can't be out here just scaring these kids like this. And also, for real, for real, I really want to see what your shit look like. But I'm going to leave it alone for another time. All right, I'm out. So did you enjoy the gems I dropped today or feel normalized after you push play? Well, feel free to like, subscribe, and share that one time in business with me, your host, Casey Renee. Now remember, we are all in this crazy shit together. Thank <laughs> you.